I tell them welcome to the gray area and stay away just in case you ain't real enough to relate. Every other Thursday, politics to the chips. Get up on this wave. <laughs> now tell me what's to talk about. Cause we the only thing to talk about. How you keep reality in check? Just keep it real rapping. Don't gossip with the facts, yeah. This is the gray area, and I am your host, Ray Jarvis. Showtime! Woo! The student athlete sham mockery. You know, you see the title. In the past, you've heard me talk about how pro player I am as far as college sports and and paying these athletes because of the revenue they generate and the amount of money that is involved in this whole professional sport. Because believe me, even high school now, in my opinion, is a professional sport because of the contracts, the sneaker companies at play, the amount of money that goes from hand to hand with the powers that be, whether it's the coaches, the sponsors, the the owners, the, 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 the middlemen that we never get to see, the boosters, so on and so forth. There's a lot of money involved, and it never reaches the players. And as soon as it reaches the players, it's a violation. It's a law broken. It's, it's, it's suspensions. It's probation, so on and so forth. There's a lot of things that, that bother me. But because I'm not super versed on that, I needed someone who's fully entrenched in that life, a coach even, you know? And, I, and it's a homie from the West Coast. He's my L.A. doppelganger. I swear we are the same person on different coasts, looking at the opposite coast because we love the cities that we represent. The homie <laughs> Baylor the Great, finally one-on-one with the great one in the gray area. Welcome, my friend. Facts. Oh, man. It's, you know, it's a blessing to be back, man. You know, the, your, your show is like the uh, like the cocktail of sports, man. <laughs> you know, I try to give them a little bit of everything. You know, I don't, I don't want to just be in one pocket. I want to give you a little bit of everything, give you the facts, give you some opinions, but just, you know, entertain, you know? And that's you do. You do it well, sir. My man, my man, Baylor the Great, podcast extraordinaire. Not one, but two shows. And he's a coach. How do you have time to be a coach, a husband, a parent? A podcaster, like, where do you find the time, man? Uh, man, it's, it happens. It happens. <laughs> no, no sleep. No sleep, Jarve. None at all. Clearly. Clearly. And then we still got to find time for our beloved Lakers. But we'll get into that at another time. I wanted to be all message today because you know how I get emotional about the teams I chair for. I don't want to be emotional, Jarve, on this episode. Right, 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 right. So, my man, you coach. You know the game of basketball. You are fully entrenched in the world. Of hoops, especially out in LA, like that is a breeding ground for elite basketball players. I'm a New Yorker saying this, but LA, the whole East Coast, West Coast basketball thing is real deal, y'all. But LA produces some high end hoopers. Uh-huh. So, you know, for ignoramuses such as myself, Baylor, what is the difference between AAU basketball and your in your classic high school basketball? Like there's still high school ballers. Like for me, I really don't know what the difference is. Can you like enlighten me and the listeners? Well, the difference is AEU technically is supposed to be like the developmental battleground for high oh. school. So, so so by the time you get there, you'll be seasoned and polished to play high school basketball. Now, um, some of the players, you know, depending on what area you're in, you're going to play against these same players. You might okay. even end up on the same high school team. But you'll have an upper, I say you'll have an upper hand on a, on a walk-on cat. You know okay. what I mean? So what you're saying is like if if I'm in if I go to like 
Let's say, I mean, I, I went to Canarsie High School. I'm like the top hooper in Brooklyn, and I go to Canarsie High School, and I'm playing PSAL comp. Eventually, I play, like, Catholic League comp, right? Mm-hmm. You're telling me that for me to get noticed now, I'm better off going the AAU route, or am I better off killing the competition in high school and AAU? Like, is there one that's, like, better than the other? I would I would give AAU the slight edge because that's where all the top you know all the top players is at and they're going against each other. So okay. if you just over there in that league beating up on cats, averaging thirty a game, oh yeah, we're gonna come find you. We're gonna come get you. But the thing is, I need you to see I need to see you do it against this cat over here in Indiana. Then we're gonna oh. fly over to Seattle and play against this team. Then we're gonna come to LA and play against Lonzo. You know what I'm saying? You know so, what I'm saying? So it's like essentially what the AAU teams are is like regional traveling all-star teams, essentially. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Oh. If you uh, hey, if for the listeners out there, Google Google Oakland Soldiers. Mm. And that's probably one of the most dominant AAU teams. In history. So, you know, okay now, I become a parent. I produce a hooper. What time does this son or daughter of mine have to play for high school team and kill and they go travel with the AAU squad? Is that like off peak season? Like, is it like in between school years? Like, how does this person find the time to do all of this? Oh, well, it's just like, I mean, it's just like the uh, the pro athletes. You know, okay. once the season starts, all that, all those physical activities that she was doing in the offseason, no, 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 no. Okay. Once, once regular season starts, you no longer, you know, you're not a part of that AAU team. But oh. when, as, soon, as soon as the season over, oh, yeah, you you hooping all year long. Basketball is year-round. You know that, Jar. That's a fact. Um, mm-hmm. I read somewhere. I think about maybe in the summer, you know, I stumbled across an article where there's a lot of friction between like high school coaches and AAU coaches. They are not on the same page at all. And in some respects, the high school coaches want to get rid of AAU altogether. And I've also seen that it's possible that AAU will no longer exist in a few years. How factual are these things? I don't know if that it, if it are no longer. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if they can kill out <laughs> AAU. Because it's so has so much money. First of all. Jerry Jones just a couple of months ago was trying to buy AAU. Oh, wow. Fact. So he and, and we know even though we don't we don't like him, we know he's a hell of a businessman. He's not going to try to uh, try to uh, you know, buy something that's not going to be worth it in the future. That type that's of money doesn't put up money unless they think it's going to generate money. So if he wants to it, get in on that, that means that it's flourishing. Exactly. And then they turned it down. It was it you know, they they you know, obviously it wasn't a, a price that they could uh you know that that they could pretty much take. So, mm-hmm. um, no, no, no. But but it is true. A lot of high school coaches, even Steve Kerr, said something. Kobe spoke on it. Today's AAU game is messing it up for the oh. league. It's messing it up for college basketball because they're not being. And this is not this is not covering all every single team. But there are certain programs out there that's just throw the ball out there, fast breaks. And that's the thing that I read. I, you know, and I work in a high school and I talk to, you know, of course I'm going to gravitate towards the basketball coaches. I'm in there, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the issue that they've, the boys and the girls team, they both have complained about the fact that the AAU teams are not teaching fundies. So these guys are coming in, you know, they're talented, but they're skill deprived. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And these coaches mm-hmm. are like, the times that I want to spend, you know, coaching up these players 
they don't want to hear that because when they go play AAU, they're getting told how good they are. So when I'm here yelling and screaming about how to properly set a pick, they don't want to hear that. And, and it becomes it, come, it becomes like an impasse between the player and the coach. Hey, we we could we could bring up the White House. Oh. You know, at, at 15, he was on. He was he was in the papers. He was all the way over here. You know what I'm saying? We knew about him, but you know, I mean, when you're a freaking nature. Yeah, you, you gotta you, you still gotta polish up some things. You gotta learn a lot of things. Why, he went to Olajuwon late in his career, and it, it ain't do much for him. But you made a point about Jerry Jones wanting to buy in, and that's a lot of money, which means that he's looking to generate money from AAU. Huh? So again, yep. I'm a purist. I love basketball, especially you know the student athlete aspect of sport. But if Jerry Jones is getting into it, it's obviously a business. So from the outsider's perspective, which is mine, how much of a business is the AAU basketball circuit? Oh, man, Char, we talking about on the lowest scale. I'll, I'll go from the lowest scale to the highest. By all means. So on the lowest scale, you're dealing with programs that's charging parents probably about $250 a, a child a month. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? So in, in, that, in that case, it doesn't include personal training. Uh, you And you'll buy a jersey or two and a backpack once a year, every year. Wait a minute, so the student has the, the player has to buy his jersey too? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it, and this is dependent on the program, but in most programs, those high pro- profile programs, the ones that they throw the uh, Kevin Durant faces on and mm-hmm, the Westbrook mm-hmm. faces on and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Now, now for the elite programs, everything is being provided, but that's part of the filthy part. Right okay. now, we're just talking about in general. And on the highest scale jar, we're talking about paid. We're talking about paid hotels, flying out, mm. uh, backpacks, shoes, all type of uh, you know clothing. You know, so it's, it's 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 a lot. You know what? I didn't even know that. This is why, like I said, I want to bail on everyone because you know. Again, I see the highlights. I watch the YouTube videos. I catch a game here or there. I'm not even. I'm thinking that these guys, these, the, the, the AAU team, is picking this player because they think he's really good and he's providing him all these things. I didn't know that. Like you got to pay to be on this squad. Yeah, we think you're good, but you still got to give us that bread if you want to be a part of this. That's well. <laughs> if you're that good, uh-huh. if you're that good, then no, of course you're not paying for anything. Oh, but, okay, but, okay. But, you're entering a different type of um, it's a different side that you're entering to when you're that status when you're a Zion Williams uh-huh. Williams you're not paying for anything okay can, can you're we, not paying for can we segue somewhere because I like where you went with this and I want to follow that point if you okay. are Zion Williamson right and you're that uh-huh. good and you're not paying for anything how much influence from what you've heard or what you know do the sneaker companies have in pushing elite player in a particular direction? Uh, well, see, that's the thing. Everybody's trying to get to the first, you know, get to the next LeBron. Okay. Or, or, or the next, because Zion is, whether you feel like he's going to be a bust in the league, that first year, I mean, come on, man. Sebastian, Tel- Sebastian Telfair had a $10 million contract. This is you true. You know what I'm saying? Be- before he got into the league. They're jumping on it, man. They're jumping on it now, and they're jumping on it fast. You know what it is? And I asked that question because we're going to get into the NCAA side of it a little bit later on. But I've read, you know, I read a lot. And I've read situations where sneaker companies get involved with these high-end prospects 
in high school and they push him towards a school that's sponsoring like Adidas might want to push an elite player to a, to a Kansas or Nike might want to push a player to a Kentucky or a Duke because of the business relationships. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, can this 13, 14, 15 year old just play ball? Like, why, why is your hand already in his pocket? Then they pushing him to these schools that they sponsor him with hopes of making him sign a shoe deal. Once they go pro, I'm like, my man, like this, this, this is a rotten game. And but then the players oh. can't get no money over that. Oh well, no. It starts before that, though, John. It okay. starts. It start the the moment the moment you put your child into AAU basketball, mm-hmm. he automatically has a he or she has a dollar sign. Oh. Now it's on their it's, it's on their talent and the way they go to to build that money up, but they're definitely a, it, it's a dollar sign. Mm. Now now is the filthy side of it. It's a very ugly side to this. You know, we're talking about, you know, holding kids back to it, you know, one or two years. That reclassifying, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh. Fake, 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 birth, fake birth certificates. You know wow. what I'm saying? The whole nine. Yeah. Can we talk about that a little bit? Have you experienced that, like, directly? Or, like, any, have you run across a 20-year-old that you knew off the rip was, like, 20 and playing in high school? Man, I there's a look. I can tell the difference between I can tell the difference between a uh, it's a kid right now out here in the Inland Empire. He's mm-hmm. six seven. He's six seven. He's twelve years old. A legit twelve year old. Six seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can tell that he has never played basketball before in his life, and they work with him every day. And I've also played the uh, and I've, I've also had a, my team play against cats that's you know five eight five nine. 12 year well quote unquote 12 13 year old <laughs> and, 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 and we can tell it but the thing is but the thing is though they they're, they're trying to push him though they're trying to get him to that you know they, they're trying to get him to that elite status now it, it actually hurts them in a way True. but if they play if they play their cards right which is very it, it, it's kind of difficult they can get them to where they want them to be at you know what I saw this guy. He, he plays for the the Bucks now. Fawn Maker. He was clearly <laughs> a reclassified case. Like nineteen twenty, <laughs> he got the bypass college. I wonder why. You know. And you know who? You know how many coaches came out? I mean, I'm talking about the Coach K's of the world was coming out. Uh, Jim Boheim. Everybody was in Vegas when he was in Vegas. <laughs> Everybody. Big surprise. So let me let me lob one your way. I kind of I don't know for sure, but just based on like how, I know how math works and how age scales work as far as you should be this age as a freshman in high school, this age as a sophomore. Lonzo mm-hmm. was Lonzo Ball reclassified? I feel like he was. <laughs> Lonzo, no, Lonzo certified. He's certified. certified. But I'm t- but I will tell you this. Um, the league that he played in was, uh, you know, outside mm. the league. They played some great. They they played some highly ranked uh, schools outside of uh, the league that he was in. Okay, but okay. the league the league that he played in was pretty much average or a little bit above. Outside that, he did play some of the top teams in California and some of the top teams in the nation. Okay, so fair he's, enough. He's 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 certified now. I, I see where you're getting at because Lamelo Ball has <laughs> you following me, right? Because that was the next question. <laughs> but you know what? Technically, is not reclassifying. Mm-hmm. All he did was check out a all he did was check out a high school to go play, play pro basketball. So what he did was he sharpened up his skills right. and then came back down and came back down. So like again, we we you, you're opening people's eyes and ears to what this game is about, and you know, and the, and the pit falls and the trappings that we're going to get into in a second. 
But why are so much teams backing out from playing against LaMelo and his squad? Like, why, why are they so anti-LaMelo ball? Like, oh, he went overseas. Like, like really? Now now we want to stand on ceremonies when you have reclassified old heads playing on your squad, but ball, 16, 17 years old, you don't want to play against him? Why is that the case? Why are these teams backing away? Is the ball family bad money like that, Baylor? <laughs> Boy, I, I, let me tell you, they 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 really don't like the ball family like that. But uh, you know, basically, it came down to them. You know, they he's on a highly ranked squad, and then for him to come back after the experience that that he has, right. you know, they they feel like it's an unfair advantage. But no, I don't. I don't. I think it's an excuse because the team that he's going to be playing against is, you know, they have two or three players as McDonald's All American, so. I think it's a fair fade, but I, it, you, by him going overseas and playing pro, it helped him a lot. That's fair. He he looks a lot more polished. I'll say that. But in my opinion, there's a high school baller out there that would give him the business. Absolutely would. I, I don't understand what the fear is about. Like, like I believe these teams in to like Oak Hill backing out. Like, come on now. Oak well, Hill? That's the, now, that's the, yeah, Oak Hill. That really hurt my heart because we was all waiting for that game. Uh, but this goes back to what's the difference between AAU and high school? Okay. Oh, that oh that AAU, that's a mandatory fade. You can't duck that. Oh. And it's more it's more of an ego thing. Okay, you play for you play for the Oakland Soldiers. All right. Well, now let's you come down here and play Determined West that has you know Lamelo, and then you know whoever the top basketball player is. You know, I mean, last year Lamelo and Zion went at it, mm. and that was the ego thing. That had nothing to do with, you know, well, let, let's just see if these two teams can, uh, you know, battle it out. No, 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 no. I want to see Zion, the top high school basketball player, against LaMelo, who's getting a lot of pub out here. So how did that go? Can I, Can we get some inside info on, on that Zion-LaMelo matchup? I, I mean, the, the the evidence is right there on YouTube. I, can, I, I ain't going to fabricate or anything, but Zion showed his ass off. Okay. But he also, show, he also showed, <clears throat> still need a post game. That's all I'm saying. You know what I'm talking about in the thread. I I just feel as though he he's he's gifted. Okay, when it comes to the athleticism, super gifted. You don't you're not six six two eighty and could jump the way he jumps without God blessing you a little bit more than the average person. But uh-huh. I just feel like I'm gonna need to see a little bit more. But you know what? He might show it. You know, who who knows? Even if he never shows it, Julius Randle's averaging seventeen and nine. You know, he it took him five years to get there, but he got there. I'm pretty sure that Zion Williamson will find a way to make sense in the NBA with all this athleticism and God given ability that he has. But uh, I kind of touched on it a little bit, right? With, with the whole uh-huh. connection to sneaker companies and the AAU teams and so on and so forth. What about these colleges? I don't know. I'm going to recklessly speculate. Are there relationships with college teams and AAU teams that like kind of function as a pipeline? Like if you play for this particular AAU squad, you're going to go to this college. That's the agreement. Or, or am I reaching now? Oh, no, no, no. Jarv, you, you actually know the answer already. You know this. There's oh, okay. pipelines and the pipelines go all the way down to AAU. Okay. It just depends on the relationship from the coaches on that team. You know, like you don't you don't have GMs and scouts going to AAU games for no reason. You know what I mean? And if you think they're going to the game, so you think these college coaches is not going to the, and these college scouts is not going to the game? This is no. true. 
my son played football for three years, and a, and the team that he played on was a pipeline to one of the top high school football programs out here. So by the time, by the time, and my son is, you talk, we talking about elementary at this point. My wow. son is in elementary. So at this time, when he when he's finished with his program and he goes to high school, he already knows the plays, Jar. He been working in the system. It's kind of like a, like a, a minor league squad, essentially. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. They like have that, that for bat. They have that for basketball. All right. I dig it. I dig it. So you know, I read. You know, this is a theme. Jaw reads. Ask Baylor a question. I'm seeing all the, every time I look at like a, a recruiting violation and this type of probe and and all of this going on. Right. Mm-hmm. You've touched on it a few times in the thread, but you've never really expanded. We saw Sean Miller get roped in. I think Kansas is somehow getting roped into this whole FBI probe situation. You know, like what what is that about exactly? Is is that about the, the amount of money that even Rick Patino with the Louisville situation, money moving around that way? Like, like what's really going on? Like for those who don't understand what the big damn deal is about the money and the behind the scenes relationships with the recruits and the coaches and, and the liaisons who, who are supposedly the buffers between the coach and the player. Like what's happening there? Why is it, why is the FBI involved in this? It's gone too far now. <laughs> I'm going to tell you like this, all these major programs that's under investigation, mm-hmm. obviously didn't watch the wire. You know what I'm saying? Because there was a lot of, it was a lot of burnout phones that was going on. And all it comes down to is somebody either not getting paid uh-huh. Receipts, you know what I'm saying, and jealousy. It's nothing more than that, you know. Kansas is Kansas basically snitched on themselves because they couldn't get Zion. He went over there to do. Damn. But I mean, I mean, there's a lot of players that I'm I'm so afraid of NCAA and FBI that I don't even know why I use real names. But let's just say there's a certain player that's in the NBA. That's from out here. Right. That went to a prestige university out here. Uh, that went to a prestige high school in another state, but mm-hmm. connected, but connected to our, you know, connected to our programs out here. And let's just say his father said, you know what? I'm not accepting nothing less than two hundred thousand for him to go there. Oh, that's what we doing. And he ended up going there. I mean, come on now. For the story that's already out there, you know, Cam Newton, his dad. True facts. You know. But isn't there a way to do this hands-free without the feds having paper trails left, right, and center? Oh, yeah. It's just think about all the players that hasn't been mentioned. Touche. Because it's like, at what, it's one point when you when you put on ESPN or you get your alert and it's like, hey, you know, we, we, we're doing an investigation. NCAA, we're going to put them on probation for a few years. No tournament. Take wins. That's regular, you know? Mm-hmm. But then, mm-hmm. you, but then mm-hmm. you look around and the feds is running down words to Takashi 6ix9ine. Like, why are the feds involved here? Like, we, y'all, what did y'all do? Is it amateur? You, you have Apollo? to do it right, though, Jarvis. If you're uh. going to do it, you have to do it. Look at Louisville. True. They got, hey, yo, they, they stripped their national titles, and it was all because of a stripper. Oh, God, Kevin Ware broke his leg in half, literally. And that don't count. <laughs> it don't count. He left his what? leg, and it don't Come count. Come on, man. Come on. And look, 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 look. I'm, I'm sitting back, and I'm watching the whole thing. I'm like, yo, at least you're going to go down by the hands of a stripper. A stripper? She got to be. She got to look. Come on, now. She got to look better than that. It better have been Black China, bro, if you're going to oh, go down for a stripper. Man. Come on. Come on. Now she's putting a tell-all book after she's already snitched. So, 
The thing is, man, it's like, um, first hey, of all, they shouldn't even have known that was Louisville players. They, it should have just been, hey, these guys are looking to have some fun. Here's some money. Do what you do, sis. And then that should have been it. Not, hey, he plays for Louisville. He's a top recruit. You're going to see him on TV. Shake them cheeks for him. Hey, don't say anything, man. though. Come on, <laughs> just now. Do it, just do it the old school way with our receipts. Have the boosters. Take out some cash from their account. Yo, Bella. And do it like that. Like, it's it, like it, uh, the hands-free era is so non You know how much things happened in our youth that stayed there and it became word of mouth or legend or a fabrication with some truth to it? Like, everything is documented now and it makes me sick. I'm not going to lie. Hey, hey, you see you see, they brought up, you know, early on, they started talking about Bron and that Hummer. Oh. They killed that quick. They killed that noise quick. Want to know why? Because it's LeBron. If Zion got a Hummer in 2018, that will be on every talking head show, on every network, and he would not be playing for Duke right now. They'd have found a way to keep him off Duke, fam. Yeah, yeah. Unless, unless the powers that be, Nike, Adidas, somebody, let's go back to the shoe, let's go back to the shoe uh, companies. They say, you know what? No, we, we got receipts for that. His mom has been making payments. Yeah, she got a down payment. They'll make it happen, though, Jar. Oh, it's it's killing me, Baylor. Like, and, and then it's like I sit back there, simpleton job. I'm like, just pay them. It, it's so much money involved when y'all do the final four in these dome stadiums with a hundred thousand, eighty thousand people. Just pay these players. If you pay them, you put everything in black and white checks and balances. This alleviates all the headache. What is what is the pushback about paying these players? Just pay them. They well, they make some of the simple excuses that they don't know if you pay this pair this amount, then it wouldn't be fair to the you know the twelfth man on the bench. Mm. Well, if you want to make it even, make it even. But I think you need to sweeten up the pot. Don't just pay you know pay these players a stipend. Make sure they get a free education and make sure they have insurance on their body. You know what? I had a I I did a show called NCAA Pay for Play a little while back. I had this homeboy. Uh, Longtime homeboy, Coach Jaffe. He's a coach as well. And when I when I broached that question about why not just pay him, he brought up a point about, all right, if we pay the elite football players, the elite basketball players, what about the swim team? What about the badminton team? What about these guys? That was that was a question he threw my way, and he kind of stumped me. So I throw that question to you now. What about the lesser teams that we don't see on TV? I, I, when, it, when, when we're talking about pay the basketball and the football players, how do we even out that and make it fair for the other teams that we never get to see, you know, like the polo squad or whatever? Well, from my from my understanding, um, I had a friend that that attended a university and he wanted to go to that university because it wasn't going to be too far away from his house. But right. he also wanted to continue to play football. But because the football team wasn't as popular or as important for that particular school, they cut it. Oh. Therefore, you got to base it off of what brings in more revenue. So I'm saying you saying it's merit based just for the listeners to be clear based on who generates the revenue who is who gets the money situation. It has to be. I'm okay. not. I'm not. I'm not watching Alabama swimming team. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now I'm not saying they shouldn't get paid. They should get paid. It's just not as much as those Alabama football players. So you know, being that the NCAA is a racket. Basically, we're going to treat the low-tiers sports like the street dude who's moving the dimes and the Knicks. You're not going to get big bread if you're in the corner moving the dimes and the Knicks. That's what you're saying hey, to me. Hey, <laughs> hey, don't, hey, don't, don't blame, don't blame the NCAA, bro. You got to, you got to go out there and promote your sport. This is true. 
That might incentivize people and promote this sport if they knew the money is involved on on a higher level. Exactly, but but I also feel like they should have the same pot that the 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 basketball players and the football players get that and what that is is insurance on their body right a free education no a free education regardless if they get hurt they need insurance now the money you you come on jersey sales (laughs) players should get a part they should get a piece of that they bail them the 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 tv deals fam the amount of money that these networks are paying like we go over the football for a second the whole college football playoff the amount of money that these networks paid for that and the players don't get a dime. Where, like, this is not for you to answer. This is just a hypothetical. But, like, where is that money going? If it's not going to the players, it's obviously going in a few dudes' pockets who are laughing at us as we complain about the players not getting paid. Generate, they getting generational money in the TV deal. Yeah. While Alabama yeah. and Clemson playing a championship game for free. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll say, oh, but they got the education, though. Come on now. Knock it Come off. On, son. Yeah, well, let, watch watch if, you know, if, and I'm going to say if because I don't know for sure. We never right. know what's going to happen in the tournament, but mm-hmm. watch if Duke make it, watch if Duke make it to the, uh, to the championship game. Doesn't matter who they play. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you check those ratings. Big money. Ain't not getting none of it, but I bet you, I bet you Zion got paid. Oh, well, for sure. Hey, how does Coach got- not go on wood? But how does Coach K find a way to dodge these raindrops and evade any scandal at Duke? It, like, who? Do, what does he know? Or who does he have it on? Yeah, man, I, you know about to have them cats knocking on my door. He knows somebody. Bro. He got pictures. Of, he got pictures of somebody. But you know what? Your boy from Kansas said enough is enough. Oh, Zion! Zion was supposed to come here, but you added a little bit more to the bag. And I'm right. I'm telling. <laughs> I'm telling. Coach K think he Teflon. Bill Self over there, like, nah, buddy. <laughs> we go down, you go down, straight like yeah, that. Man. So, like, yeah, you know, filthy. to the fans, there are there is that segment of fans who are not like us who think the players should get paid, and they now wonder where the, that TV billion dollar deal is going. They still believe. In, in the student athlete model They believe that there, there's a purity In college sports that doesn't exist In the professional sport While we say college sports is pro sports What do you say about those fans Who still believe in the student athlete model Well for one um, No that's been dead a long time ago And uh, you know it, We all know social media has this negative and it's, and, and it's positive to it I think because of social media being so large and, and informing these people, let me just tell you something. Before social media, this was happening. You just didn't know about it. This is true. Okay, so you know, even even to the one, even to the privileged, the privileged players, you can say the Grand Eels, who probably didn't need that money or anything like that, but they definitely had a shoe in to get into. Them. This is true. You know, so it, 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 the, the, these are players that you didn't know about this. You did not know about this, and if and if the if the NCAA wanted to crack down on Brian, I mean they probably could have, but no, the powers that be is not going to let that happen. This is the this is the next face of the uh, of the NBA. So forget all that stupid stuff you're talking about. This man is going to drive. You know he's going to bring in some money. Ah, uh, and you know it's funny. You know I I spoke about Coach K dodging raindrops. You know. I'm not going to really speak on the fans that, that still believe in the model. If they, if they want to believe in a lot, they won't be the first one to do it. It is what it is. I, we know what's happening out here, right? But, like, the NBA 
for the most part, dodges all the criticisms that the NCAA receives about, they, you know, how they handling money, the probes, all of this stuff. When to me, the NBA is just as much to blame, at least for the modern era, more than anyone else. Because to me, the one and done setup has made this even more of a racket for these players coming into college. Oh, I'm for, glad you said that. I'm yeah. glad you said that. Yeah, because now you, it becomes a free for. It's an arms race to get all of the elite level freshmen who are gonna go pro. And however mm-hmm. we gotta get them by any means, Coach Calipari is. Well, I'm telling you, Calipari getting that class with Boogie Cousins, Bledsoe, John Wall, opening the floodgates to what Duke has now become. You know, the NBA is the cause of all of that, fam. Mm-hmm. Well, well, you know, everybody that uh, uh, AAU basketball, college basketball, and NBA all—they're they, they, all having beef right now with each other oh. for the simple fact that Adam Silver uh, is pretty much upset with the—you know—he's upset with the NCAA right now because with this new FBI story coming out. They're attacking these players that's already in the league, but they're not naming the colleges. They're naming the they're naming the NBA teams. So it's, it's kind of making their brand look pretty bad. They just mucking it up for everybody. Every like everyone is going down with the ship, even if yeah. they're not was they weren't directly involved. But if it wasn't for for David Stern reacting to people reacting to all of these players who were straight to high school who weren't up to snuff and should have went to college, we wouldn't be in this situation because. I'll tell you straight up, I was not a fan of like all these high school guys going into the league who weren't very good. But right. at the same time, I'm even less of a fan of the one and done setup because it's 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 a sham mockery. That's why I threw that in the title. A lot of people don't know that when you watch March Madness and these top level freshmen are hooping, right? They haven't gone to class in the spring semester at all. They met their requirements by passing the fall semester, knowing damn well it was leaving, so they never went back to class. They didn't mm-hmm. have to go. So you shout just, out to Ben Simmons. Shout out to Ben Simmons. Facts. They didn't <laughs> have to go to class. They did their six month semester and they Gucci. They they got their eyes on the pros. Mm-hmm. I look at college but- football and I'm like. They get they they make it mandatory that you got to be at least three years removed from high school before you could go pro. Why can't yes. the NBA make it at least two years before you go pro? I think that's a friendly medium, no? Oh well, they just changed it. You know, I mean, this is why the NCAA and the NBA was beefing because mm-hmm. the one and done, the one and done was affecting college basketball, and they didn't like that. So now, uh, you know, with with these scandals and stuff coming out. The NBA is trying to sharpen up their image again. Oh. You know what they're going to do? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're turning that D League into the G League, the Gatorade League, and we're going to pay you. And so I saw now, that. I was, I was going to get there. But as you did, uh, let's talk about it. Yeah. So now, you know, if you know, you don't have to go to college, come here and play in a development league. Mm. But it also helped. But it also helps out the college, uh, the, the NCAA, because they're going to get those players longer now. True. And you know what? It's it's better for the sport. You know, I remember growing up looking towards college ball. Big Monday on ESPN, the the Big East. I love, listen, old school Big East, that's my life. Like the Ray Uh Allen versus Allen Iverson matchup in the Big East Championship game. It's one of my favorite sports moments ever. Oh, yeah. That era with Kerry Kittles and John Wallace and every match of meaning something. Uh, uh, Felipe Lopez with St. John's. Oh, come on, come on. Felipe Lopez. That's my era. You know what I mean? 
and, but what made those matchups special were these guys were at least doing two years of college. So we we knew that we was going to get them next year. Even I, I always talk about that Kentucky team that, that should have went undefeated. Part of what made that team special was those sophomores coming back for an extra year, blending in with those super one and done class with D-Book and Cat and all of those boys. Like, that made that group special. To me, when you have guys who are playing two years, three years in college, it makes those teams worth watching. It, it, make, it makes those battles in March worth watching. Look at those Villanova teams that won. They weren't, they weren't like loaded with one and duns. Those are teams that had experience, and they played together. It made for good oh, yeah. basketball. Shout out, shout out to Josh Hart for a year. That's a fact. So I look at it as this. And, you know, and I'd like the NBA to take a page out of MLB's book. Sometimes you'll see a guy... A kid gets drafted out of high school, but he doesn't go to the big squad right away. He'll still go to college and go and play college baseball for a few years and then go to the minor league squad. Why mm-hmm. can't the NBA adopt a situation where we think this guy's going to be good? Maybe it'll cost a little bit more money. They'll find a mechanism that makes it make sense. We could draft him, but, you know, we're not ready for you just yet. Go to college. That's the G League. Uh, so that, so we just eliminate, eliminate college from the equation then. Yes, that's uh, what that's what that's what uh, Adam, Adam Silver wants to do. Totally, he wants okay. to get rid of the whole. The, the, he wants to throw away the whole college. Oh, <laughs> wow! Guys, co- guys, come over here to the G League. I'll pay you, and then you play for maybe about two or three years. And if you're ready, then you come up to the big boys. Wow! So essentially, what you're saying to me is, is that college basketball is, is there's a chance because not all of these kids are gonna go to that G League uh-huh. setup because they're not going to be good enough. But what you mean is like this super elite freshman talent, we're just not going to get that anymore. Yeah, bro, there's a, I mean, they're going to sit up there and they're going to intern. They're going to do whatever they could do to get to the league. But, but I feel like this is going to be positive for everybody. This is going to be positive for AAU. This is going to be positive for college. This is going to be positive for the pros because now everything is going to go back to normal. You're uh-huh. going to see kids starting to play maybe two or three years. That, you know, that it's going to be like Bron, it's going to be like Bron's uh, Laker contract. Uh-huh. That fourth, that fourth year is just going to be an option. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They're going to play two, three years And then they might go to the league But you know what that's going to hurt It's going to hurt the NCAA's bottom line Because now, big network me I'm not going to want to pay billions of dollars For B-grade college talent Yeah, I hear you I'm not, I'm I not complaining. I mean, believe me, they don't need any more money. But it, it definitely hurts the NCAA business on the basketball side. Football's going to carry the weight. We know what football is all about. But on the basketball mm-hmm. side, the money might get a little funny. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I, I will say this. The money will always be funny. Mm. It, 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 I mean, in today's world, it'll never be even. It in the, with 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 the with, with uh you know greedy programs you got Vegas don't forget about Vegas uh, don't forget about you Vegas. always remind us about Vegas <laughs> <laughs> don't forget about <laughs> Vegas look I'm, I'm gonna tell you look I'm gonna leave Vegas alone I lost a lot of money to Vegas mm. so I'm gonna leave it alone but yeah it'll never be even Jar that's just the way it is if you ain't cheating you ain't trying fair enough fair enough fair enough you know. This, this was highly informative. This is exactly... A lot of times... I always say this on, on the show. Sometimes I envision an episode and this is how it's going to go and then it goes completely out the window and I'm upset and then I'm talking the truth when we off the air and I'm salty. But this is exactly how I wanted it to go because, you know, you know, you talk to a lot of sports guys and they, and they so... They always want you to know that they know what they're talking about that sometimes they really go out of their way 
in doing so that they expose themselves that they don't know. I wanted right. the listeners to know that I don't know, and I needed someone to come on the show who does know. So, yeah, hey, man, <laughs> all I all I could do is just share like the experience. It's a lot of things that it's a lot of deep filth right. that goes on behind it. You know what? I tell you this: the reason why I'm not mad at players getting paid, mm. go look at Shea Cotton's story. Okay, I'll go, Google go that. look at Shea. Go go look at Shea Cotton. Shea Cotton was our LeBron James before LeBron James. You gonna hear that a lot through his documentary. Okay, but go check go check him out. He did everything everything right. You know. But besides the injury and he had a learning disability, he was he, he, the NCAA kept him out of, you know, pursuing his dream or playing in the NBA. I mean, we got him, Lenny Cook, and Lenny Cook is a legend in New York City, man. Oh, Lenny Cook, man. Let me tell you, Lenny Cook, boy, Jesus Christ, I could wait for that documentary to come out. See, guys, this 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 is the source, the the the, the student athlete source. We got that's your new name on this show, the student athlete source is Bill of the Great. Uh, <laughs> before you go, you know I need you to identify yourself. Identify yourself. Too. Oh yeah, man, Bill of the Great. Uh, yeah, that's on all social media platforms, Twitter, IG. Um, I'm the host of BTG for president yes, and overrun with BTG. I talk a little sports, Lakers, Raiders, UCLA. Not much to talk about with those last two teams, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it is what it is. BTG for president. I'll be, I mean, I'm, I'm basically transparent. Talk about my life, my family, my personal experience, and might throw out some topics that are that's up for debate. Yeah, man, we know you love the debate. Bela, you'll be back in the gray area somewhere around midseason, around the All-Star break. I want to do a Laker checkpoint. At some point, we need to give our Lakers this just do. You and I will do this once again somewhere around the All-Star break. Can, can we agree to that? Oh, yeah, man. Shout out to Melo. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, Bela. I'm going to holler at you, man. All right, man. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, the gray area, chapter 36, the student athlete sham mockery. You can find it on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Elite Sports New York, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, wherever else you can find podcasts. And as the saying goes, whether you like it or don't like it, sit down and look at it because it's the best going today. Woo! Perfect. Thank you.